Iruvin Daf Tzadihei. The last thing we were discussing was the Mishnah Tzadi Aleph Amud Aleph said that if a house or a Hatzir was open on both sides, it lost its status of being a Rishut Yahid, at least for next week. This week it's a Mahloket, but okay. And Rav said it was uh, it was uh, busted open at the corner. Shmuel said it wasn't at the corner. And we saw that Rav holds that the wall, the ceiling can imaginary come down and make a wall. We call that the Pitikai or the Sotem, and Shmuel doesn't hold of it. And the proof is from a, the case of an Aksadra, an, uh, an area that has a roof, but it's open on all four sides, that uh, Shmuel does not allow you to carry in there more than four Amot, and Rav allows you to carry there. And we showed a mahlukit. It is one says one says that if the area in between the poles is exactly ten amot, everyone will agree that it's okay to carry. Uh, the mahlukit is if it's more. And we saw a second lashon that everyone's in agreement that you're not allowed to carry if it's more than ten amot open under that gazebo. And the mahlukit if it's exactly ten amot. And we brought Rav Yudah's words about the. the beam in the in the Hurba and Rav Nahman's words about the beam all going over the uh, body of water. According to the first Lashon, it's according to Rav and Shmuel. According to the second, the Ika Damre, it's only according to Rav. And with that, we are starting Tzadi Amud Aleph. Five lines in where it says Lema. Third word on the line, Lema Abaye Berabah. Let's say Abaye and Rabah have the same Mahloket as Rav and Shmuel. It was said, You have an Achsadra, remember four poles we're imagining, and a roof on top of it. So instead of the roof, you put the Sechach over there. And it's Achsadra, it has posts less than three Tefahim from each other. Keshera, it is kosher because the Levud makes it like a complete wall. In La Pitzimin, if it doesn't have posts in the middle of each, uh, in, in the middle of the open areas, uh, this way three don't have a lavud of three tfahim. Abaya Amar Keshera, Veraba Amar Pesula. Abaya Amar Keshera, why Amar Piti Krayored Vesotem? Because the ceiling comes and it comes down and makes a, a wall. Veraba Amar Pesula, why Lo Amar Piti Krayored Vesotem? I don't know of that concept that the ceiling comes down and makes a wall. So now, Lema Abaye Kera Vera Kishmuel. So let's say uh, Abaye, who holds this whole piti Krav, you have this whole thing business, he holds like Krav, and Rava holds like Shmuel. Look, my answer is no. Elibadi Shmuel Kule Alma Lopige. According to Shmuel, nobody argues that this Sesuka is Pasul. And Abaye is Machshir only according to Rav. Keep Lige, Elibadi Rav. And the Machloket here is between Abaye and Rava is according to Rav. Abaye Kerab. Abaye holds like Rav that we hold the Spiti Krayored the Sotem and therefore the Sukkah's Kasher. Veraba Atkan Lukama Ravatam. Raba holds that Rav only said over there Atkan Lukama Ravatam only over there. When these partitions were set up for an Aksadra. These these partitions were not put up for a a sukkah purposes. And therefore, we're not going to say that the ceiling comes down, makes a wall. Now, she tells us in general, we don't need the walls to be made for a sukkah. There's no special mitzvah. But when we're trying to say, which is one leniency plus another leniency of, the wall's not being made for sukkah purposes. It's already too much, and Rav wouldn't say like that. 
Now we learned in the Mishnah, Rabbi Yossi Omer Imutarin. If it's mutar for that Shabbat, it's mutar for the next Shabbat. If it's a suf for the Shabbat, uh, for next Shabbat, a suf for the Shabbat also. So now Ibaya, the they asked the question in the in the Shiva. Rabbi Yossi, the Sor Atir. What's his point? He's trying to say that it's mutar uh, this Shabbat and next Shabbat, or asur the Shabbat next Shabbat. And the Safotra says it's it's simple that it should be asur, meaning what's the Havamina to say that it it should be mutar next week? If it's broken, it's broken. So uh, Tosfotra explains the sugya that they fixed it in the middle of the week and next week it broke again. Are we, uh, do we punish them for not fixing it well? Uh, that's his question. Okay, either way, what's Rabbi Yossi want to do in all this? Is he want to be Oser or is he want to be Matir? Amar of Sheshat. Le'esor, obviously, wants to be Oser. Bechen Amar Yohanan. Le'esor, Rabbi Yossi is coming to be Oser. He's coming to be Mahmir. We have another breita like that. That Rabbi Yossi is Oser. Amar Yossi, Keshem Shasurim Latid Lavod. The same way they Asurim next Shabbat. Kach Asurim Lotar Shabbat. They Asurim that Shabbat. Itmar. We learned. Rav Yaba Yosef Amar Halacha Kerebi Yossi. The Halacha is like Rabbi Yossi. Ushmuel Amar Halacha Kerebi Uda. And they're allowed to carry uh, that Shabbat. So now the Gemara asks, Umi Amar Shmuel Hachi. Did Shmuel really say this? That the halachas like Yehuda ve'atnan we learned Amar Yehuda b'medvarim amurim be'iruvet tehumin dafka in iruvet tehumin you can't do an iruv for someone without their prior knowledge because you, by by telling him you're only allowed to go here you're not letting him go there you're sort of hurting him. Aval be'iruvet hatzerot when it comes to iruv hatzerot and you're allow, uh, you're allowing him to carry in places ma'arvin ben ladad ben shelodad whether he likes it or not. And what's the difference? Because we can help a person when he doesn't know about it, but we can't hurt a person when he doesn't know about it. That by only is the only time where we can't do an iruv for someone without him knowing because it's hurting him. And however, by you're helping him, you could do it without a person knowing. But not only that, anywhere where uh, any place in, in where Rabbi Yehuda said something in Masechet Eruvin, the halakha is like in Ve'amar de Rav Hana Bagdata'ah de Rav Yehuda Mashmuel. Now, Rav Hana Bagdata'ah, he told uh, Rav Yehuda Mashmuel, when we said halakha is like Rabbi Yehuda, afilu b'mavoy shenital korato lechyo, do we say the halakha is like Rabbi Yehuda even in the mavoy where the, the beam or the post were taken off? Meaning, once it's mutar, it's mutar for the entire Shabbat, and it's not uh, asur all of a sudden in the middle of Shabbat. The question of the Gemara is: Will Rabbi Yossi argue with him, and we were posek on that memvav that halachas like Rabbi Yossi over here? The Amar this Rabbi Yehuda told Rav Hana be'iruvin amarti lecha v'lo b'mechitzot. When did I say halachas like Rabbi Yehuda? Is dafka when it comes to the halachot of iruvin, but not when it comes to wolves. And a mavoy where the where the mechitzot fell off, there is no mechitzot. That's already a question: Is this considered a partition or not? Now, bottom line from all this, you see that Shmuel does not be, uh, posek like of Yehuda in a mavoy where the mechitzot were taken off. In a mavoy where the, uh, the the posts and the the beams were taken off, he doesn't hold like of Yehuda. So. Why is uh, uh, why why did we learn that uh, Shmuel Amar al Chakir Yehuda? So Amar Avanan ledidim mifashan ledidim ined Shmuel. I I I got the answer from Shmuel himself. Kan shenifretza lecharmelit vechan shenifretza deshut arabim. In our sugya, when it was opened, it was open to a karmelit. So there's uh, what to be lenient. Because what's the worst that can happen? You're going to carry into Carmelit. You didn't do an Isur uh, Deoraita. You only did an Isur Derabanan. And therefore, he was not Kevi Mahmir.
So once it was mutar on Shabbat, even if it broke, it's still mutar. However, when when Rabbi Yossi said should be mahmir on Shabbat is when it's open to a reshut arabim, and therefore we're worried about an isur deoraita. Isur deoraita, we should be mahmir on, and therefore he said it's asur even for that Shabbat. Okay, the next Mishnah. Habone aliyah, a person made a balcony al gabesh batim on top of two houses, and there's a Rashut Arabim going in between. So think about it. House on one side of the street, house on one side of the street, and there's like a house or a balcony on top of everything. Vechen Gesharim, or a bridge with an underpass and Fulashim, which, which is open uh, through under it. Let's say a car could go through, people could go under it. An underpass. Um, uh, all those things, both of those things. Metaltelin Tahten Beshabbat, Rabbi allows you to carry under it. Even though there's only two uh, two mechitzot on the right and left, the hachamim osrim hachamim don't allow you because they don't hold of the concept of pitikra yored vesotem. They don't hold the concept that the th- the, the ceiling comes down and, and closes it off. Ve'odamarviuda, also said me'arvin lemavoy mefulash. We can do a shituf mavoy. Meaning we could uh, connect mavod. We can do an iruv for a mavoy that is open from both sides to Rishut HaRabim because since it has mechitzot, it has walls on one side and the other two, it's good enough to call it Medeoraita Rishut Yahid V'hachamim Osrim Hachamim say no. Amar Gemara starts with Rabbah Lotema Hainu Ta'amad Rabbi Don't say that the reason Rabbi Uda allows you to carry under the underpass or under that house, that balcony Mishum de Kasavar Shetem Mechitzot Deoraita That's not his reason His reason is not because Midoraita uh, it's good so I'm allowing it Ela Mishum de Kasavar Pitikra Yored Vesotem His reason is because that the the ceiling comes down and creates a third and fourth wall. Therefore, you're allowed to carry under it. Eti ve'abayas. Abay asks Rabbah. Listen, we learned in the Brayta. Yatera alken amar biuda. Biuda more said more. Misha yesh lo b'shne batim mishne tzider reshut arabim. A person who has two houses on two sides of reshut arabim. And he wants to carry between them. Or say lechemikan, or lechemikan puts a post here, post there. Or koramikan, the koramikan puts a beam there, beam there. Venose venoten beemtsaan, you could carry in between. Mean um, uh, and what do we see from here? The two walls is good enough. Amrulah hachamim told them and marvin reshut rabim mekach. But that's not the way we do our roof through reshut rabim. We need uh, more than just uh, posts and beams. The bottom line is what do we see from the Yudah? The two walls is good enough. Yeah, you're right. From if you look at that bright yeah, it's clear that uh, Rabbi Yudah's reason is because there's two mechitzot and with the right that's called Rishut Yahid. But Meha from our Mishnah, there's no way of proving that uh, Rabbi Yudah holds that two mechitzot are a uh, are good enough to be called Rishut Yahid. And you have to say because uh, you have to say from if you look just solely on our Mishnah, you have to say the reason is because piti cry yored vesotem. And the Gemara brings a proof. Amar If you look at our Mishnah, you, you could really mamash see that the Rabbi Yudah's reason is because the ceiling imaginary comes down. Midekatane because what does it say in the end of our Mishnah? Ve'od Amar Rabbi Yudah me'arvin be'mavoy me'fulash ve'hachamim osrim. The Rabbi Yudah allows you to do an iruv in a mavoy that is open from both sides of the Shuta Rabim and Hachamim says it's asur. Now, I Amar Bishlama Mishum de'kasavar pitikar yored besotem. 
if you want to tell me the reason in the reshas because piti kra yored vesotem hainu de katane veod. Now I understand why it says veod. You could do it in a, in a mavoi. But if you want to tell me, it's because in the Resha, he held that two uh, Mechitzot is good enough for Torah. My Ve'od, what's the Hidush of Ve'od? It's not a Ve'od, it's not a second case, it's the same case. Shema Mina, you have to say that Rabbi Yehuda's reason in the Resha is because Now Rashi has two Perushim, I went with the second one. Because Rashi himself didn't like his first perush, I'm not going to get uh, confusing now. Hadran Allah called Gagot, and now we're starting the 10th perik of Masachet Ilubin. Hamotzeh Tefillin, a person finds a Tefillin. He's walking in the street, and he's not allowed to walk there, but we're scared that something might happen to those Tefillin. And, but still, on the other hand, I'm not allowed to carry in Rashid Rabim. What do you do? Machnisan Zug Zug. Which means you every pair you put it on, you put a tefillin shaliyad, you put a tefillin shalrosh, and you bring it into the house. Go, go, take it off, and go back out, do the same thing each time. Rabban Gamliel Omer Shnaim Shnaim. You go, you put on two shaliyads, two shalrosh, and the Gemara will explain what exactly is going on over here. And you go back home, and then you come back and you do, put on another two pairs. bishanot. We're talking about tefillin that look old, meaning you could tell that they've been used as tefillin, where we can't really tell if it's been used as tefillin or it's been used as a kamea, as a good luck charm, uh, then patur, means you don't have to bring it in, but on the other hand, if you did bring it in by wearing it, your patur avalasur sort of thing. And the idea is we're always worried that uh, it might be uh, it might be uh, a kamea, and if it was meant as a kamea, there's no kedusha in it, and you're not allowed to pick it up, even uh, even wearing it is a, uh, to save it is a problem. Now, metzaan sevatim o kerichot. If you found them in bundles, and the Gemara will explain exactly what sevatim and kerichot. Machshichalin, you wait there until Motzei Shabbat, umevian, then bring it in, and the Gemara will ask, why don't you just, why don't you, uh, why aren't you allowed to wear it? And if it's uh, dangerous, you have uh, thieves might take it from you, or the government won't allow anyone to wear tefillin. Mechasan, you're allowed to cover it with your talit or with a straw, whatever it is you have to do to cover it. And go back home. You pass it, you know, you, you pass the tefillin around from one friend to the other friend to the other friend until you get inside the city because no one's allowed to walk with him more than four amot. And the same idea, if a person's wife gives birth to a baby in the middle of the, the field and you want to bring it on, you can't carry the baby to the city. What do you do? You pass it to a friend and from another friend, another friend, another friend, another friend, even if there are a hundred people, until you bring it into the city. Even if a person is outside the home of the city, even if you're outside of your home, you're allowed to pass one a barrel to your friend and from your friend to another friend until you bring it into that home. Amru lo this uh, this uh, barrel cannot go more than its uh, owner. If the owner could only walk two thousand amot, that's all it could do. You can't pass it over to another guy, another guy, another guy until you send it wherever you want. So now the Gemara asks. We said you could, uh, according to Tanakama, bring one pair in at a time. Zugehad in tefelo. You can't bring uh, two pairs. Only one pair. 
So lema tenan stamad meir. So it sounds like our Mishnah is not like Rabbi Meir. The Iker Rabbi Meir, because if it's like Rabbi Meir, haamad lovesh kol ma'asher cholid vosh ve'atev kol ma'asher cholatov. Rabbi Meir allows you in the case of a fire to go wear whatever you need to wear and and take it out to, to the chaser that's not not near the fire. The tenan we learn the Mishnah. Because you wear, you take it out, take it off, then you go back in to the fire, velovish and motzi of poshet, and do the same thing. Wear, take out, take off. I feel ukolayom koladur all day. Divrere bimeir. So you see, bimeir is the one who says you could wear more than one piece of clothing. Amaraba, I feel utemare bimeir. You could even say our mishnah is like a bimeir. Hatam derech malbusho kehol shavira banan. When you over there, and specifically in the case of fire, hachamim. Looked at it as if it's a regular Tuesday. It's a Yom Chol. Vihach, and over here also, Derech Madusho, when you put it on its filim as clothing, Kehol Shavir Rabbanan. Hachamim make it look like, Hachamim make it look like as if it's a Tuesday. Hatam de Bechol Kama de Lavish. Now, since over there on Chol, a person wears as much clothing as he can to save his clothing, Lainian Hatzalana Misharul Rabbanan. So when it comes to saving te, uh, his clothing, they let you wear as much as you want. Now, over here, when you're putting on tefillin, the most you ever put on is one tefillin at a time. So when it comes to saving, uh, the tefillin that you find on the street, you could wear one and not more. And Rashi's basic reason is, uh, no one ever puts on two tefillin. Right, we're not talking Rashi Rabbeinu Tam, we're talking about, let's say two Rashis or two Rabbeinu Tams. No one ever does that. And since th- this uh, Tana holds that on Shabbat is the time, you, you do put on tefillin on Shabbat. Uh, tfi- uh, we'll, we'll see the Machloket soon. And therefore, you could never put on two on Shabbat. Otherwise, it would be Lotosif. Right, about Tosif, that's the problem. But Rashban Ritva say, no, they, that's not the reason. Um, uh, he, they hold that the Mishnah does not hold that uh, Shabbat is the time for to put on tefillin. And when they give you the heter of uh, wearing it, uh, they give you heter the way you do it on hall. On hall, nobody ever wears two. And uh, th- then you'd get the Baltosif. So th- that's the Mahloket Rashi versus Rashban Ritva. Rabban Gamliel Rabban Gamliel allows you to bring in two at a time, meaning two shelroshes, two sheliads, my kasavar. What does Rabban Gamliel hold? Ikasavar shabbat zman tefillin. If you hold that you're allowed to wear tefillin on Shabbat, zugehad in tefillin. Then you're only allowed to save one at a time because otherwise it'd be like a baltosif. And if, if Shabbat is not the time for tefillin, you're not supposed to put on tefillin on Shabbat. And because if you're wearing it, then Hachamim allowed you to carry it out, then then even if more than two, even three, four pairs of tefillin on your head, what's the problem? Rabban Gamli holds Shabbat is not the time for tefillin. When rabbis allow you to take uh, to go save tefillin, put it on uh, by wearing it, 
you have to put it on the correct way. I mean, the way you would put it on for prayers. You can't uh, use the tefillin as a belt all of a sudden and use it as ornaments. Then sticking out and it's not, it's not, um, it's not an ornament. Rather, it's a masat, it's a load. Or like Tosafot, he says that the tefillin are not called uh, clothing unless you're wearing it the right way. Uh, okay, that, we're going back to the fifth, sixth parak in Masechet Shabbat. No, he holds that there is enough place on your head to put on two tefillin at a time. And here the Tosafot goes into what the width and length does the tefillin have to be in order for that to happen. And here is the sugya, where the where is the lowest point uh, on your forehead you could put on your tefillin? What's the, what's the highest uh, point you could put it? For those who have a minhag to put Rashi and Rabin Utam together, one behind the other, how exactly they would do it. All that is in the sugya over here. So now the Gemara asks, Okay, there's two places on your head to put on tefillin uh, shirosh. What about your arm? Where are you going to put two, uh, where are you going to put two tefillins on your arm? So the Gemara answers that Rabban Gamliel would hold, Sometimes a person is coming back from the field and he has a barrel or something on his head and he can't put his tefillin on his head because it's not nice to have like a barrel or something on your head while you also have your tefillin. So what do you do? You take it off your head and you and you tie it to your arm. And here you go, there's a possibility of putting two tefillin on at the same time. But the Gemara asks, Maybe what Ravuna was saying is do that when, you, when, you're, when you're carrying a load on your head and you want to be disrespectful. Did he say that's the way to do it? To put on a rosh on your head and, and a rosh from your head and put it on your arm and now have two tefillin on your arm. Is that really the way to do things? Meaning, is putting on two tefillin at the same time normal enough to be considered, uh, okay, t- this way I could save uh, two tefillin at the time on Shabbat? There's a place on your head you could put on two tefillin, meaning you, you're, there's a way to fit two tefillin on your head. There's also a place on your arm where you could put uh, two tefillin on. And since it's possible, then if you, you, could, you could save two pairs at a time. Aliyadecha means your muscle uh, somewhere in the middle of uh, the top part where the, where the skin is coming up. Aliyadecha is right on top of your forehead. So what's code called? Uh, the, the soft spot of a baby's head. So the Gemara asks, Maybe this is their machloket. Is there a place on your head to put two tefillin or not? The Tanakama says no. There is no. There's no room for two tefillin. And uh, Rabban Gamliel says, yeah, there is a place for two tefillin on your head. The command says, look, that's not their machloket. Everyone agrees that there's a possibility and there's room for two tefillin on the top of your head. Over here, their question is. 
is there mitzvah to put on tefillin on Shabbat? Yes or no? The Tanakhama Sabah Shabbat Zman Tefillinu. Tanakhama holds Shabbat is that you're supposed to put on tefillin. And if you're coming to save it by uh, by wearing it, then uh, then you you can only do it the way you we wear tefillin usually. And in Bederka, you put on one pair of tefillin, you put on one rashi, you don't put on two rashis, you put on one rabbin utam, not two rabbin utams, and therefore, I'm not going to allow you to put on two, though, because otherwise you always have a problem, because you're doing balutosif, you're putting on two, uh, two tefillins. It's not the time for a tefillin, and therefore, the reason we're allowing you to carry, because it's an ornament, and as long as they're an ornament, when you're wearing it the usual way, then you could save it, and if you could fit, it could fit two. Both of them will be considered an ornament, and you could save two. Or you could say the everyone holds everyone holds Shabbat zman tefillinu. Shabbat is the time to put on tefillin. Over here with the great huge machloket, we learned this in Masechet Berachot. Does the when you make a mitzvah do you have to have the right intentions or not? Let's say If you want to do mitzvah, you have to have the right intentions, and you can't have the right intentions when you're putting on the second pair of tefillin because you're already at say the chova with the first pair of tefillin. So then it would be for sure baltosif. You don't have to have kavana when you're doing a mitzvah. Therefore, if you put on a second pair, it's just like putting on anything. And if you're doing a mitzvah with the first one, there's no baltosif by the second one. Now, there's at least two more ve'ibaytimas. We're going to go back uh, tomorrow and we're going to move forward. Um, but I will tell you this. The, the machloket today is you'll see a lot of the mekubalim put on two tefillin at a time. The api kabalakaneh, there's something to it. They cover the rabbenu tam, shmor tam, ashar. So shmor tam, they cover the rabbenu tam one, which is on the, the behind. And the Rashi one, which is which everyone seeing, so they'll put like a keep out something on the back one, and everyone will be able to just see the, the Rashi. So Ur E Yashar, see Yashar, Yashar is backwards as a Rashi. And uh, for a lot of rabbis said it's better to put on just one big pair of tefillin because the smaller pairs, uh, even though you're getting the mitzvah putting on two tefillin at a time. A lot, a lot more problems come out. The writing gets smudged, or the writing is not as perfect, or it's not as clean, or there's a lot of messing around between the sofrim to try because it's so hard or very expensive. So a lot of rabbi just said, you know, just put on one big pair, take it off, put on another big pair uh, later, more as a practical thing. And uh, sugya is great. Okay, we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem leolam. Amen. Amen.